This is Shi'ar Jashub, featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Today, we will be listening to the conclusion of a Heavenly Authority sermon cautioning teachers in the church. And when we left off, Pastor was in 2 Timothy chapter 2. He says, nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal, having this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So he tells Timothy to rightly divide. He tells Timothy to avoid the godless, empty chatter of men such as Hymenaeus who strayed and their teaching is a cancer that consumes the church. He says, nonetheless, even though you have this going on, there is a solid foundation. We talked about the foundations crumbling, right? What is the solid foundation? The Lord knows those who are his. Can't play a game with God. God knows those who are his and let everyone, this is the inscription on the foundation, The foundation stone is Jesus Christ. This is the foundation of my gospel, he says. Jesus Christ, the seed of David, was raised from the dead. And on that cornerstone, on that foundation stone, you have the seal. Let everyone who names the name of Christ, if we say he's our Lord, if we say Jesus is my Savior, Jesus has saved me, let everyone who names the name of Christ depart Turn away from iniquity, wickedness. And that agrees with what Paul tells Titus is sound, healthy doctrine. If we call ourselves Christians, turn away from wickedness, the solid foundation in Jesus versus the crumbling foundations of our age. And earlier, Paul cautioned Timothy, if you look back to 1 Timothy, chapter 4, he tells him in verse 12, he says, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example, just like he told Titus, right? Be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. In purity, be pure. Have faith in your love, in your spirit, in your conduct, the words you speak. Be an example, be a pattern. It's not enough to just teach the word. Display the word of God by your life. He says in verse 13, Till I come... Give attention to reading, exhortation, to doctrine. So give attention to reading, the reading of your scriptures. Now there's private reading. You can't teach the Bible if you don't know the Bible. I've seen sometimes with young Christians, they get saved, and there's that love for the Lord, which is fantastic. And right away they want to teach, which is great. Preach the gospel. Tell what Christ has done for you but then they don't apply themselves to God's word and they start to teach their version of the gospel. You have to read the scriptures 
to know what you're teaching. Read. Give attention, and every Christian should give attention to reading the Bible. It should be our daily practice. And there's also the implication here, too, of public reading. As a church leader, as one going around evangelizing, it was important that when he evangelized and he told about Jesus Christ and the churches were established, that the church read the scriptures. There are some churches that call themselves Christians. Well, they'll put, they will put together an hour-long service and they'll read two scriptures out of context. And there's a lot of busy work going on. Some of it even has foundations in the truth of the Bible, but they don't read the Bible. How can you know your Lord if you don't read the word he has given to us? So read, give attention to reading, the reading of the scriptures, to exhortation, paraklesis. It means a calling to one side, a calling to one's aid. And so it becomes an appeal and entreaty to give encouragement, to give comfort. It's the same root word akin to parakletos, the comforter, the advocate. Exhortation, to call, to appeal, to entreat, to encourage. So the NIV will translate what the New King James translates exhortation. They will translate it preaching. Preaching. Give attention to reading and exhortation because preaching really encompasses all that, right? To call, to call the person, to appeal, to encourage, to entreat, to comfort in the good news of Jesus Christ. So he says, Timothy, give your attention to reading, to exhortation, and then what? To doctrine. Did Ascalia, did Ascalia teaching again. Give attention to your teaching. Watch your teaching. Exhortation, preaching, needs teaching to be accurate, to be true. Archibald Thomas Robinson, who wrote wonderful word pictures in the New Testament Greek, volume four, he says, exhortation needs teaching to rest it upon. He says, a hint for preachers today. Anyone preaching the good news needs to have solid doctrine. They need to know what they're speaking about. And then verse 14, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. And you know in 2 Timothy 4.5, Paul says, But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So Timothy is an evangelist, but he's also a teacher in these churches. And we know ultimately he will be included among the apostles. And preachers, evangelists, need teaching and doctrine as well. You need solid teaching. And he says to him, meditate, verse 15, meditate on these things. Be diligent in these things, these matters, reading, exhortation, teaching. Give yourself, verse 15, entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Give yourself entirely, wholly, your whole self to them. Be diligent. 
Know your doctrine. Read your scriptures. Give proper exhortation to call people, evangelize them unto Christ. And then he says in verse 16, take heed to yourself and to your teaching. Take heed to yourself. Watch for your life. Take care of your being, your health, your habits, your soul. Pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to your walk. You know, too often in the busy work of ministry, the person doing the ministry forgets themselves. They forget their physical health. They forget their spiritual health, their souls, their being. And really, how can you give what you don't have? And too often you have burnout among ministers. Or you have ministers that can be teaching others and not listening to the teaching themselves and falling into all types of sin and problems. He's telling them, be careful, take heed to yourself. Frame your own life correctly. And that makes us think back up, to, up above in verse 12. Be an example to the believers. Take care of yourself, your health, your spirit, your soul, your body, that you can minister properly to others. Watch your life closely. That's what I, that all means when he says take heed to yourself. And what else? Take heed to yourself and to your doctrine, right? Watch your doctrine closely. Guard your doctrine closely. Take heed, Jesus said, what you hear. The measure you use, it will be measured to you. Watch it. Guard it. I wonder how many people today say, Lord, help me to keep my teaching pure, both the one teaching and the one that's being taught. Really, we're all teachers when we sit down and we read the scriptures and we pray. We learn from this life. We learn from the Spirit of God. We learn from God's holy word. Lord, keep that teaching pure. Guard your teaching. Don't let any error come in that we would go off to the left or to the right. We need to stay focused on Jesus Christ. Lord, let me have sound, healthy doctrine, healthy teaching. And he says, take heed to yourself and to your doctrine. Continue in them. Continue in them. Persevere in them. Stick to them. Stick to it. Make sure your life is whole in Christ. Make sure your doctrine is sound in Christ. Stick to them. Continue in them. For in doing this, in doing this, Paul says what? You will save both yourself and those who hear you. As you're careful of your life before Christ, as you're careful of your doctrine, your teaching, what you believe, how you hear before Christ, as you build your life and your teaching on the right lines, the correct life, the correct teaching, the way Jesus desires you to build, not going off on another blueprint, another thought, the idle babblings, of this world, then what? For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Teaching is central in the church. Teaching sound doctrine is critical in the church. There are many critical things in that foundation, and certainly teaching is central to them. 
Because if you have wrong teaching, even that which is right and correct will eventually fall apart and the foundations crumble. Jesus Christ saves us. And we have to be in agreement with that salvation. We have to line up our lives and our doctrine in the mind of Messiah, the one mind of Christ Jesus. And then it means salvation in this world for us. Things come aright, and it means salvation to others because then we'll be productive members of the kingdom, good stewards, rightly giving the proper food, the truth, to those that God has entrusted in our care. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is alive. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. Father God, it cuts through us. It reveals the attitudes and the thoughts of our hearts. Heavenly Father, it shines forth what you desire us to be in your Son, Christ Jesus, and it can make us a mighty people. Father God, even as your wind blew upon the church at Pentecost, anoint your church now, Father, we pray, and restore it to a solid foundation, Lord, that we would be a sound people, a healthy people, free in your Holy Spirit to do mighty things. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Listen to Pastor Greg Scalzo on the web and find information about our church at shiarjeshub.org and watch the live streams of our Sunday service on the Shiar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel.